Well, I gave MLW Fusion Alpha last week a B plus in my article on Sports Obsessive. Do look it out. Oh, you can find it on any, any search engine. It's a very good article, if I do say so much. Well, it's all right, you know. And um, this week, I give it a C. Because there's some really good stuff here and some stuff that just doesn't work. First of all, this show is the Fightland piece. That's good. And then there'll be an expose, apparently, with Alicia Atutus, an investigative reporter. She shows us that she really isn't later on. But first of all, this is some of the good stuff. Lee Moriarty was well-liked and is the coming man as a sign with AEW versus Carl Tankman, who we really like. Tankman is fabulous. It's called Carl Tankman. It says Carl, isn't it? Anyway, Tankman. And um, I was really worried that Tankman would just squash him and he doesn't. Early on, he sticks and moves, hits a, an arm drag, gets smacked up by a big Tankman pounce, then hits um, Calvin Tankman, that's who it is, then hits a, a big high knee and a kick for a two count. Now, this is the first time that, Cal, that Calvin Tankman, not Carl, Calvin, has been on the, on the map for long, you know. Also, it's a reverse octopus. That's lovely. Tankman screaming about that. It's great. And then Tankman does a sort of arm pull through the ropes for a long two. There's a massive power bomb for another one. But Moriarty comes back. Low kicks for two long two counts. Two long twos. And then he's going for a guillotine. Tankman counters that into that lovely driver for the pin. Great match to start. And then they bring King Mo out to say, we like you. Join top team. Of course, the crowd said, no, no, don't. I'll think about it, says Tagman. That's it. And we go to Joseph Samael. We've already seen the Fightland stuff, so we know that um, Joseph Fatu lost the belt. And he's very angry. He wants a war chamber, which will be like war games or something like that. Won't it? Yeah. And we go to El Jefe. Now, I was worried that we'd have, because they called it a mini-series, that an El Jefe's taken over Kurt Bauer on screen. We were going to have a bit of a sort of soap thing. I didn't want that because the writing for MLW doesn't work like that. And it doesn't work in this episode of Alpha. First of all, they've got him in a sort of unsalubrious um, room, which is his office, which is all muted red lights and things with um, a badly masked bloke in the by the door and a boxing bag hanging up. They just found a room to put him in. It's not good, you know. And then the thing is, it's badly mic'd. So the person who comes in, we can hear him in this, okay, on this occasion, Hammerstone, but we can't hear what Al Jefe's saying. So you only hear one side of the conversation. It's a really bad segment. And then commentary have to tell us what's happened. So Hammerstone's relinquished one of his titles. I didn't hear that. Couldn't hear it. I had it turned up and I still couldn't hear it. Okay, so we've now got the expose. Who is Cesar Duran, who is uh, Al Jefe? Alicia Atut is an investigative report. She's not. She's not. She just keeps touching her ear. <sighs> We've got footage, apparently, of him leaving his office. It, it's, it's investigative footage. It appears to be edited. You've got lots of edits and close-ups, and then we get a picture of him coming out of his office. So there's a camera a camera person standing there in the corridor and then we get a camera of him getting into his car so it's not it's not investigative 
it's just something they put together, isn't it? It's quite clear. Then we see him all over the place, you know, uh, uh, getting someone from someone in the uh, parking lot in Mexico in a bad grey wig. They're making El Jefe look foolish. Isn't he supposed to be the leader now? Don't make him look foolish. They've already said he's escaping someone, so that makes him weak anyway. Then we've got some phone footage of him calling, saying, I am the wolf in the hen house. They have to put the subtitles up because we can't actually hear it or really see it. That's not good. And then we've got some security footage of a person who looks like Serena Della Renta not being able to find something and screaming in frustration. It's bloody awful, actually. I did think earlier on it wasn't good, but thinking about it, it's bloody awful. It's a bad promo. It doesn't make him look good. It doesn't make him look powerful. It doesn't make Alicia Atout look like any kind of investigative journalist. It's really badly done. And now we've got the same Richard Holiday coffee cup. Coffee cup ad. Yeah. The, the dynasty. It says it's dynastic on it. They don't exist anymore, do they? Hammerstone is your new champion and he's on his own, isn't he? Yes, he is. The dynasty doesn't exist. So, what? why are you doing it? Get, come on, sort it out. Now, this is the pre-made event. Um, it's part of the featherweight division, which is an exclusively female division, it seems. And it's Delmi Exo, who's one half of Sea Stars, versus Brittany Blake. Now, if you're going to have a featherweight division, and you're going to have it, and you're going to ballyhoo that, have some female wrestlers. You've got Willow, who is, um, after this match, is interviewed, and is sweet on the mic. Very nice. Good, good on the mic, and good in the ring as well. And is a star for the future. But if you've got a tag team, a female tag team, don't just break them up because we had the other half of Sea Stars last week. Now we've got Delmi Exo. Have you not got female tag teams and have you not got female wrestlers? It looks like it because that's what you're doing. This is actually a quite a good match though. And I could have seen some more of this, to be honest. Um, there's a nice Northern Lights suplex from, from Delmi. There's a very good Brittany Blake DDT for a long two. In the end, Delmi gets the sort of pedigree for the win. And it's um, it's a short match. I wanted more of it. Hey, here's something special, though. Will Ospreay's coming to MLW in December. Apparently, he'll be walking the aisle. So that doesn't say he's wrestling, does it? But just to have him be there will move those metrics. And it's good to have the audience, by the way, here in, uh, in Alpha, which looks so much better than the stuff they did before they took their break. It's brighter and this is one of the reasons why I like this, um, why I like this program. It looks different, and they brought some good wrestlers in. More of that in a minute. Dr. Swegler is here to tell us. Yeah, Dr. Swegler, you know, their doctor, to tell us that Holiday has a bad head. He's got a, a cut on his head, and Hammerstone's got a broken foot. So how he will manage in the war chamber, I do not know. But he's recruiting people like Enduka. He's, he's recruiting him. Who beats up a Contra member? One of those, that squad, the cyanide squad, whatever they're called. You know, yeah. Anyway, this is one of the reasons why I wanted to see um, this programme. Because we've got the main event, which is for the first round of the Opera Cup. And it's Filthy Tom Lawler, who won it last time out, versus Davey Richards. This is going to be great. It goes about 15 minutes. And it's really rather special. At first, Lawler won't engage, of course. 
Then we cut to a bloke coming back to his seat with his drink. Are we going to see him late? No, we just... Why did they cut that in? No idea. Anyway, we get some good grappling early on. A nice reverse surfboard stretch on the mat from David Richards. Richards then does a lovely thing where he has hold of um, Lawler's left hand, steps through the ropes and out again to tie his hand up in the ropes and then kicks the ropes just to give him a bit of a shiver, which is very nice actually. Lawler then starts working on the arm, nice single arm DDT, so David Richards goes for the leg. Lovely crank on it, ties him up, Lawler gets to the ropes. Lawler then goes for a standing guillotine, but this is fantastic. Richards grabs the ankle, so he's got the neck. Richards has got the ankle. How is it going to end? In the end, Lawler breaks it. Richards goes for the ankle lock again. Then back to the, um, then back to the leg lock. Lawler can't get to the ropes. He gives the crowd and the static camera, the hard camera, double fingers, but passes out because that saves him, you see. It's nice that, that Richard wins, and I'm glad we have him winning. And Lawler, with Kevin Koo in his corner, as he goes back to, to the back, he looks at the Opera Cup and just reaches out for it. It was mine. It's very nice. That's lovely. Now, if that was the end of the, of the programme, that would be great. But it isn't. And this is one of the things that doesn't work for me with MLW. Make that your main event. Mind you, they had so many segments, and only three matches, so many segments that it would be segment after segment, wouldn't it? And I don't mind that in a chocolate bar. Don't want it here. Holiday's in the office now. He calls uh, El Jefe Caesar, and then, no, sorry, Cesar. That, all this is quite good because Holiday knows what he's doing. Again, we can't hear El Jefe at all. We can hear Holiday. He's not happy. And afterwards, they have to announce again. So, El Jefe has made a match next week. Muertes versus Holiday. Really? I didn't hear that during the segment. You're having to tell us. And then we've got Injustice. They're very, very excited on commentary. Apparently, we've got something happening. We've got something happening, something outside. Well, they go to Injustice outside, but they had just announced that they were going to hear from Injustice earlier on. So why are you excited that you're going to hear from Injustice? You already knew you were going to hear from Injustice. Who are in their wrestling gear. I don't know why. They're doing a promo outside. Don't do a promo outside. It's the worst place to do a promo. Somewhere like a, a car park or just outside the building. You know you're going to get beaten up. And they do by 5150 or LAX. Once they get that name sorted, it'll be much better. And then they drive off. And that's it. You can see my situation here, can't you? Some of this wrestling is great. The first match was superb. The main event match, should have been the main event match, was great as well. Wonderful, in fact. But there are too many angles, too many things going on, too many things to tell us. It doesn't fit into just over an hour. It's like trying to, to um, fill a, 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 a quart into a pint pot. Is it the other way around, a pint into a quart pot? Anyway, it doesn't go. And it makes it look really rather poor. And that person, Alicia, is not an investigative reporter. If they concentrate on the wrestling, this will really work. Wow, what a great idea, eh? Ta-ta.